All right. So these nuts. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Highbrow comedy here. <laughs> o- only the the highest of brow, or uh, the lowest of fruit. <laughs> uh, so, on that note, uh, welcome to the Average Adventuring Party podcast, where the bard instinctively doesn't trust anybody that doesn't start singing along when he plays Bohemian Rhapsody. I feel that's a pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good personality test. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean that's a good way to determine who in the audience doesn't have a soul. (laughs) Besides your patron. Technically, she's got a soul. Right now. Yeah. Only technically. All of you guys technically have multiple souls, so it makes up for it. There. So uh, I'll, I'll take I'll take the lead on this one. I think. Uh, last time, these guys goofed up horribly. <laughs> and the time before that, and the time before that, and the time before that. Be, be a little more specific on which episode we're on, because... Yeah. That was day one, <laughs> two, three, four, five. No. Um, so we're in Overlook? Right? <laughs> no, we're not in Overlook. That, yep, no. you're back in Overlook. Uh, uh, nobody Overlook. remembers anything. <laughs> we're we're going to do this until you guys get it right. <laughs> oh, we're going to be here a while. Oh, Part 82. <laughs> Click. <laughs> it's going to be Groundhog's Day until you guys get level 10. Um, uh. No. Someone, somehow, managed to, to totally sneak the obsidian statue off of the floating stoat into Ardith's backpack, and she has no idea what you're talking about. She was no le- nowhere near that casino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, th- th- this thing we've had forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they did, a little, did a little traveling. And made their way to the the dig site that housed the, uh, or rather, they made their way to the dig site that was showing to be the location of the Earth Inheritor, Silen. When uh, when they got there, they made their way in. Um, the the walls collapsed, the passageway behind them, stranding the dog Brave and Shinara on one side. Oh yeah, we got a dog now. And stranding these guys in a room full of thousands of kobolds. When they when they went to rescue Silen, the he was strapped to a, a mysterious and strange altar that totally wasn't removing his powers uh, for some nefarious purpose. At which point, all of the uh, all of the kobolds, minus a few unlucky ones who couldn't fly uh, that well, flew out of this this cavern, and these guys had a a really neat battle against a horribly mutating Drake. Uh, when it when it died, they cleared out the room, and Silen was freed from his cage, but promptly passed out. And that's where we'll pick up. So that's where you guys are in in this cavern. Silen, uh, uh, the boy, he looks to be fairly young, maybe fifteen, sixteen. Like I said, he's got green, greenish skin. He's got these rocky um, protrusions on his head that kind of mimic swept back hair. And he's likewise covered in tattoos. You met Talia a couple of times before, and her tattoos were very uh, warrior-esque. So think like um, Polynesian or Maori-style tattoos. Hers depicted her doing a lot of fighting and like channeling magics. 
uh, now that you've got Silent sitting in front of you, his are depicting him crafting things like swords and a couple of strange devices that you don't you don't recognize, but you do recognize like armors and and things like that. Working with dwarves quite a bit, they're these short like stocky figures in these tattoos. But his wrists and ankles are basically slit open from where those dragon scale wrappings were wrapped around his hands and or wrapped around his appendages and pulled tight. Mm-hmm. So he is quite quickly, he's not bleeding out, but he is quickly losing a lot of blood. It's freaking dark in here, right? Oh yeah, there's, so overhead, there is a, a gigantic crack in the what would be the surface. And you can see straight up, it's got to be dinner time, maybe after dinner time at this point. Um, so the sun is getting ready to set. So it is almost pitch black in here. I cast a cantrip light. So we got a 30 foot radius of light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you. From from the other side of that, uh, where where the opening was that you guys came in, you hear a bunch of yelling from Shannara and a lot of barking. Right. Uh, can you hear me, Shannara? Galdrian is going to try to uh, shout through the cracks in the rocks. You uh, you hear her yell back, Yeah, I can hear you, but it's dark. Like, really dark. The other side must have collapsed also. Right. Well, uh, we're okay, but uh, we're going to need to clear this rubble. Uh, we managed to find the boy. Uh, Ayakis, Suna. Uh, can you two try to help clear this rock? I'm happy to. Um, we need some medical know-how yeah, that's over here. Job. Yes, I'm going to check on the boy. Uh, you all work on that. We'll go over to the rock wall and start either trying to move or punch the wall. <laughs> yeah. You can punch the wall? It Monk? break rocks. Okay, yeah. Monk. Galdrian's going to go over to Silent and check on him and check his vitals. Um, and okay. yeah. but because uh, he's he's got the medical training background, so that's what he's going to focus on. Yeah. Give me a give me an intelligence check. Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. You get him bound up. You clean his wounds, which. These are very, very neat slices. And on his wrists and ankles now, he's got those cuts, basically from the top. If you if you would think of like a ribbon or a belt, mm-hmm. he's got a cut on the top and bottom where they were, and then embedded in his skin are those scale patterns. Um, you're able to get that bound up and cleaned, but he's not coming around. He also looks like he is beaten quite a bit. He's covered in bruises. Right. I'll probably uh, probably just continue tending to him while they work on the wall. Cause so while he's, he's punching the wall, since I still have my contemplation going and I can sense tremors and echoes and stuff, mm-hmm. um, can I find an area that's a little like thinner or looser or... 
um, in the rocks that maybe I can direct him to punch. <laughs> He's basically at the thinnest point, which is to say where the sides of the the tunnel collapsed inwards. Okay. I'll just roll for roll's sake. I don't break the wall. <laughs> That's uh, a seven. <laughs> we'll say that Iacus clears a lot of the dirt, like the loose stuff near the top. Mm-hmm. And it's to the point where with Ardith's light, you can actually see him, and standing inside is a completely and entirely disheveled and dirty uh, elf girl who... Do you have your acid now that you can see? I wouldn't. <laughs> there's no, there's nowhere in here or out there for those fumes to vent. There's a hole up here? I wouldn't want to risk filling this side of, <laughs> of the cave-in with... Okay, I'll keep punching. This is also why fire and explosions are off the table. Oh. Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, at which point you see Brave, basically a couple of paws, start scratching from his side. And you get to... You clear all that loose stuff, but there are still two two or three massive rocks that you just can't move. Can they squeeze through yet? Like, is there enough... No, there's, there's maybe like... A six or eight inch gap at the top. Can I uh, give my potion of healing to Silen? Sure. And administer it to him since I figure that he probably needs that pretty quickly. So I'll go ahead and hand my item card back to you. Alright. So you, you take your, your potion, tilt his, tilt his uh, mouth, his head up and his mouth open, and pour it down his throat, and the wounds close but they immediately scar. So he, he has even even the dragon scale pattern just scars over. It does not look like it's... It looks like it's healing, but it doesn't look like it's removing the wound. Like he will always have evidence of it. Mm-hmm. But it's not actively hurting him anymore, right? Correct. His bruises fade, and he starts breathing a little bit easier. But he still looks like he's in pretty rough shape. Yeah. Uh, I know that has an earth elemental, he would probably be able to help us out here. Uh, but I also know he's taking quite a beating, so I'm really just going to focus on trying to keep trying to resuscitate him or trying to revive him, bring him back mm-hmm. from unconsciousness. All right. Since the uh, punching's not working, I guess I'll actually use my other muscle and use my brain and uh, take my staff and try and lever, use my staff as leverage against some of the larger boulders and trying to actually roll it out of the way. Alright. I'm going to use my nomad background on this because I figure there's probably been more rock slides that we've had to uh, move out of the way. Oh yeah, that's much better. Um, what's strength, I guess? Yeah, that's fine. 15, 18? Uh, right. To try and leverage one out of the way. Iocus eventually gets his, his staff in. We'll say it probably breaks the staff in the process, but you're able to pry one of these far enough away from from the others that Shannara and Brave can squeeze through. I have her spare staff now. <laughs> Alright. Break a staff, get a staff. <laughs> you, you, you basically have a waist height stick. 
Cool. I have a walking cane. <laughs> I can dig it. <laughs> but when that falls back in, it it uh, jams the rocks together, and it is likely you are not getting out that way. Okay. Especially if there's one on the other side. Shannara. You said they're still on the other side, though? No, no, they climbed okay. through. All right, sorry. Uh, Shannara dusts herself off, and like a cloud of dust comes off of her, but she is still dirty. <laughs> and she looks at Ardith and goes, this is insufferable. We'll let you clean up first chance we get. I call dibs on all the hot water. Okay, fine. I mean, we can have Ayakas toss you through the hole and you can run to the river. It's probably two or three hundred feet up there. Yeah, we're going to have to actually climb out of here. Uh, you want me to fly up and see if there's something I can tie a rope to? Should we stay the night here, or...? Well, if we go back outside, the uh, Dreaming Dark is probably going to rip us to shreds. Yeah, there's that. Oh, I okay. don't think we're going to be able to get anywhere before the sun goes down, so I think this might be where we, uh, where we camp for the night. Or if there were many kobolds here and a mutated uh, dragon kind of thing. There might be other dangers, so we should also scout out this cave if we're going to stay here overnight. There is actually something I'd like to uh, look into here. Uh, Can I sense or feel any tremors, echoes from a certain way? Movement? No? No. I mean, no more than... You you get... This is a, a fairly large room, or cavern, there, there are the bodies of the kobolds, and then there's that puddle of dragon stuff that was once attached to the altar, and then there's the altar. Uh, Is what? there any ways, like other corridors? No. So it's just one big room. Yeah, this this looks like if you start examining the actual walls, like it was exhumed by claw or by hand. Okay. Iacus, uh, if you don't mind, uh, you see that altar there? Mm-hmm. If you could do me a favor and smash the ever-loving hell out of it. I've already broken a good piece of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'll go break the rest of it. Yeah, you can take some time and just pull it apart. You have to be careful of the, the bones and the scales because they're particularly sharp. But yeah. yeah, you can stomp it to bits. I'm good at breaking things. Is there any kind of wood or tinder that I could start a campfire with? Or no? No. Broken staff. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's two pieces of wood. Well, uh, you you may and or may not have picked up a an any terrain spell that might help with that. On the bright side, there's no kobolds here. Oh. They're all just rampaging across the countryside. So, Well, uh, I would like to... Uh, look into this chamber a bit because I uh, during our previous time in this chamber which is, this is where uh, we took Bayul and Bayul died uh, when we rescued Silent I believe uh, there was a tomb here that belonged to uh, I think it belonged to Erethus's uh, Erethus Dubray's uh, significant other I think this was where she was laid to rest. And I would like to try to locate that tomb. I think it was somewhere under the altar here. 
uh, it would be easier if Silent were awake because he was the one, uh, because uh, he was able to you know, move Earth. But uh, I'd like to try to see if I can locate that area by just kind of digging through the dirt or, or anything like that. So where that drake had burst up out of the ground, there's just a massive hole. Mm-hmm. And if you hop down in there, there are just bits and bobs from it, as well as just broken juts of dragon bone. But there doesn't appear to be any any remains under here. Okay. Or rather, any non-draconic remains. So there's no uh, no evidence that there's another chamber here anywhere. Mm-mm. If I had a daily open, I could I could do a rough map of the area, but or get a sense of the area. You know, if uh, Silent is an Earth elemental or uh, connected to the earth spirits and and he's you know very drained from this ordeal there's a lot of loose dirt and stone around here why don't we uh, create a loose cairn over him where he can still breathe and let his element help fill him uh, I, so like if there's no objection that's what Iacus is going to start doing from what uh, Galdrian knows of Genasi uh, would that be a uh, would that track you in your previous experience with Silent and Wolf Swift and Talia that was not the case they're people more or less Um, and each of them expressed a a different ability with with their chosen element yeah so I, I don't think that's going to help let's just focus on making him comfortable and setting up a camp and getting everyone uh, so situation. he's not an elemental. He is, but I don't think he's. I, I don't think he draws strength from the earth. If that makes sense. Okay. He, biologically speaking, just like you or I, he just needs rest and and uh, medicine. Okay. I don't know these things, so. Mm-hmm. You you know how to be an unhealth care provider. Yes, I do specialize in that. As time progresses, you can look up and see stars Mm -hmm. through that crack in the ceiling. It is clearly dark outside. Well, Well, I guess I'll take first watch if y'all want to get some rest. Might uh, Might be a good idea. Who will take second? Because I do need some sleep. I'll take second. But who's on third? No. Who's on first? How long does the light last? Um, it's a cantrip, so... It's a cantrip, so it's like up to an hour, since it's first. Because once the light goes out, I can take watch, because I can see. Chinar says, well, no offense, but once the light goes out, we're in the dark. No, I can see in the dark. Um, she holds up her cloak that's still got, you know, five slash marks in it. Says, that's not really my concern. Um, I'll take the pieces of my staff, and, I mean, it's a large-sized staff because I was a big guy. Mm -hmm. And I'll try and break it into eight little torches or Mm -hmm. 
what have you, and at least get some type of light sure. burning. And each of you should have just torches in your yeah. Yeah. standard. Yeah. So cantrip was quicker than point out yeah. stuff. Well, and the I'd rather save our torches for as long as possible. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, if you want to wake me up once an hour to recast, I can do that. <laughs> you want Ardith to be even grumpier? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We like, might need those recoveries. <laughs> I imagine as part of our adventuring gear, we also have, like, flints and... Mm-hmm. So. No, that's also a cantrip. Yeah. I, I mean, the big thing is you just don't have anything to burn in here. Yeah. Unless you want to take your armor off and throw that on the fire. Oh, God. Uh, let's, let's I don't think we want to set, set wind feet on fire. You still have any of that bacon from the grease? No. No. <laughs> okay. Somebody took it all and gave it to the dog. Brave just wags his tail. He's a good dog. That dog. <laughs> He's a good dog. Wait, wait a minute. You said there were thousands of kobolds around here. I'll start looking around, um, and I'll make a search if I need to with my my nomad. But we've burned plenty of uh, cow chips mm-hmm. before. Poop makes a great fuel source. Dry um, poop makes yeah. a great fuel source. <laughs> but, is there any dried poop? <laughs> now that you mention it, no. There's actually not any anything like that at all. This is uh, like highly the, irregular. Like, there's there's not even you would expect with that many creatures, uh-huh. you would expect um, like broken scales, or bits of food, or waste of any kind, and there's just not. Do bones burn? <laughs> they do, but at, not very well. At a very high temperature, and you also don't want to breathe that in. <laughs> we do have the torches, so maybe, uh, yeah, maybe we can use the staff. Make a make like a kind of makeshift, pile, yeah. makeshift uh, tiki torches. Hmm. All right. Yep. I would make us a shelter, but I don't have any daily slots left. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, but didn't. I know. <laughs> yeah, Suna doesn't care about your convenience or comfort. We were more worried about staying alive. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I was almost dead. Yeah, like we had multiple almost dead party members. Mm-hmm. And then there's Galdrian who still finished the fight without losing any of his actual hit points. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fix that. Don't worry. Later, honey. So you heard it now, <laughs> hubris <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> I mean, it is Galdrin. <laughs> well, there will be a bris of some kind. <laughs> um, so Iacus takes first watch. Everyone else gets to uh, gets to sleep. Giant snowball. As Iacus, the the night wears on, you start getting uncomfortably warm the ambient temperature of this cave is starting to go up by the time who is on second galdrian Mm -hmm. by the time galdrian wakes up it's probably in the high 90s in here if not higher everyone is has pushed away from each other and are all actively just sweating except me Except for Suna, who just doesn't care. So we can 
skill uh, that? Yes, you can you can gain your hit points, recoveries, and spell slots back. As Galdrian spends the first hour or so, he notices that the the lighting is changing slightly. You, know, you look up at the sky, it's still pitch black out there. You have the, the light of your torch that's kind of casting this uh, this very faint glow around your party, but off sort of over, like on the edges of, of this room, there's this vaguely red lighting. It starts getting a little bit brighter, a little bit brighter, now that you're paying attention to it. It's getting a little bit brighter. And the room now has enough ambient red light in it that you can see without the torch. And then uh, I'm going to look at my compass real quick. You look at your compass. So the green dot is right next to you. Mm -hmm. So at the center. The blue dot is to the south. The yellow dot is to the southeast. And the red dot is to the northeast. Okay. But not right next to me. But it is right behind you. No. From what you recall before the last time you checked it, this is basically the same position things have been in. Minus Silen. So you've been watching this phenomenon go on. It's well over 100 degrees now. It is stiflingly hot. Probably at some point just like give this great big sigh. And when you breathe in, you are met with the smell of sulfur. And just, I don't know if you've ever been to a hot springs, but sort of that, that bitter, acrid, gaseous smell. A lot like that. And then you start hearing voices in the tunnel. Uh, do I hear what language the voices are speaking? Yes, they are speaking the, the common tongue. And after, uh, after a moment, they, you can make out probably 10 distinct voices. And they're talking about logistics. There's, someone bringing up the fact that they need food and water because traversing all these caves is just, it's taking up so much because it's so hot and uncomfortable. It's not feasible for them to carry that much because they have to stay mobile. They gotta, they gotta move around. And when you, when you look over at the collapsed tunnel, um, some figures just step through the rock. There's uh, one, two, three, there's 11 of them. They're all human. They're led by a woman in armor. She's got just like um, a, a ponytail pulled back and it is like stuck. Wherever hair touches her, it just immediately sticks because she's covered in sweat and dirt. She's got a, a sword at her side and there is a very similar looking man next to her. There's another man. He's got, we'll say just a great big hammer. And then there's eight guys in various armors and weapon loadouts. They, you recognize their armaments as Asonian and they are just arguing amongst themselves about what's going on 
uh, when they when they step into the room, they immediately start just like stepping away from each other and checking the area. They don't even seem to notice me, do they? They don't seem to notice any of you. Yeah, I get the feeling that they are uh, that they are g- 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 ghosts. What they're walking through the ramp. Rocks, so I didn't tip you off. Oh yeah, but it was just the tip off. Actually, I think that'll be the episode title. Oh dear lord. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, episode nineteen. Those of you who were still asleep wake up, and you, you know, hear these voices clearly from the other side of the chamber, we'll say like where the altar was, a, a figure passes through the wall and you clearly recognize Erethus. And he, he walks up to the group. He is likewise, he looks a little bit different from the last time you saw him. Uh, his hair is kind of wild and unkempt and also just sticking to him. Um, his armor is still pristine and he's got his shield on his arm, like in the ready position. When he sees that group, he looks like he's about to draw a weapon, sees that it's them, and then just lets out a sigh. And, ah. Brothers, so good to see you. I feared that when I was captured, we had seen each other for the last time. And he, you know, puts his, puts his shield down walks up to the walks up to the group and you know starts shaking shaking hands and, and handing out hugs as is appropriate they they look at him and one of them goes who's that with you uh, I don't recognize them and Erethus points to Iacus and goes uh, this is Turbus points at Galdrian and says this is Zygen points at Ardith and says, Brun, and points at Suna and says, Fierin. We met escaping. At which point, those of you who are not standing, stand. The These soldiers kind of regard you very warily. Like, none of them come over to greet you. Um, at least one of them is just glaring at you. At which point, Erethus says, I needed assistance escaping, and these four were more than kind enough to assist me. We freed quite a few of Kemet's slaves during the process, so I'm sure that that will be uh, another thorn in his side and buy us some time so that we can locate his chambers. I've also found amongst his artifacts and writings that I liberated during my escape a way to seal him away permanently. And everyone looks surprised for a moment and he holds up a hand. It's not going to be easy, but I think with all of us here, we can do it. That woman just runs over to him and gives him a a big kiss and kind of spins around says, I, I, I knew you could do it. I knew we would find a way. And he says, unfortunately, yes, it is not an easy price to pay, but 
it's one I'll pay gladly to make sure he doesn't trouble the world anymore. And he, you know, pulls pulls her close to him and gives her a hug, nods to the four of you as you're standing up to one side, just kind of gives you a nod. And then he pulls out a dagger and just stabs this lady in the ribs. She lets out a scream and just pushes him back and draws her sword, which starts humming. Erethus says, well, I had hoped that would be more successful. And just reaches over his shoulder, pulls out a spear, pulls his shield out. Amidst all the yelling, he just points his spear at those guys. And you four are compelled to draw your weapons and start attacking. Or in the, in, in the case of Iacus, uh, prepare lefty and righty. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? So I'm going to need you guys to go ahead and roll me some initiative. Yeah, finally a good initiative roll. Oh, oh shit. Oh, wow. Brand new dice pays off right away, huh? Yeah. Also, while they're doing that, can I use my draconic, uh, forgotten draconic library and see if the name Turbis means anything to me? Um, I will just tell you that it does not. Okay, cool. Does it mean anything to the two elves who have been through this before? I'm pretty sure I've heard the name Zijin before. Yes. I'm pretty sure these were inheritors. Yeah, that's what I was, what I was thinking. You, you, in your previous go-around, met basically the ruling leadership okay, of, yeah. of the plant people, the yeah. Kajani. And you recognize all those names as the original inheritors. That's what I thought. Um, go ahead and make me them rolls if you haven't already and keep it to yourself. Because I don't care, you're all going last. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about y'all, but this seems like a good time for holy damage. <laughs> you're a good time for holy damage. <laughs> you're a good hole for damage. I mean, on one, uh, on one hand, this is already predetermined, sort of. Give me Suna. You guys, go ahead and roll me initiative, mm-hmm. and we'll start with Iacus. Twenty-six. I don't like it. Suna. Eighteen. I don't like that either. Galdrian. Twenty. Ardith. Twenty-six. I don't like this. <laughs> you guys knock it off. All right. Sure so. <laughs> you like? But I'm not. So we're going to go Ardith on 26 fast. Go Iacus on 26 slow. Uh, let's see, who's next? So I'm going to try something a little different as far as running nukes go. Something I saw online. Which is to say, run instead of running each mook as each mook mob as independent guys, run it as one group with that number of attacks. Benefit, it bleeds over damage whenever we're attacking them. Well, that way you guys can expressly see groups, mm-hmm. and I don't have to worry about moving any number of pieces around. I can just keep them all lumped together. We can just kill humies. For a change. And I need one for Erebus. 
Don't we have a green triangle die for that? <laughs> As he is apparently a sneaky stab in the back asshole. Make him that guy. Uh, next to him is the woman he just stabbed. Which really, really, really hurts when you know that she's his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this was this went just as well as you know we the first time we saw this. Yaldrin and Nardith know this, though you guys did just see them kiss Let's before see. we stabbed her. There is her, which is number one. There are uh, number two and three are guys that have uh, weapons with shields. So one, we'll say one's got a hammer, one's got a sword. There's this guy, number four, he has a greatsword and a bow. There's a couple of guys over here, a couple of guys over here. There's four in each group, and they have various hand weapons, so swords, axes, and bows as well. Our order is uh, starts with Ardith. Mm-hmm. You may do whatever you want, but I will have some addendums to your actions. Which is to say, mechanically do, make mm-hmm. the decisions, and then yeah. thematically, I will tell you what happens. Just find a set. Let's go for group of move seven. Okay. So you just... Uh, sure, let's, let's go get up in their faces. Just charge this, this handful of guys. Mm-hmm. What are you charging them? <laughs> 4750. <laughs> Extra for mouth stuff. <laughs> You know, you might end up with a knife in your ribs. <laughs> the player, not the character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I assume Sooner's going to ask that if Gouge going to end up with a knife in his ribs like that at some point. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to roll a attack with the stabby stabs. Mm-hmm. Aww. So, since you guys leveled up, oh, just geez. remember your attack bonus has gone up by one if you didn't already calculate it. Your damage dice uh, also go up by one, so you should be at 3D whatever. Yeah, it, that was a 12. Okay, so 12 total. total? 12 total. Yep. So, total to five. So Ardith starts launching herself at this group of guys, and as she does so, wherever her weapons hit, there's this trail of flame, and just sparks start throwing off of where it connects with shields or parries. Alternatively, because of course you gave me fire. Oh, you're the hothead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to? No, no, no. Iacus. Okay. Um, as is gonna start off with Dance of the Mantis, as he the good old wants dentist. to do the good old Dantis. He's gonna take a flying leaping kick at the stabby girlfriend. Okay. Well, the stabby, stabby. girlfriend. So <laughs> when, when that happens, one of these guys just immediately steps in front of her I and figured, intercepts you. Figured that would be the case, but... Uh, he shouts over his shoulder. We'll say he shouts, stay back! and uh, Or shouts, stay back at Iacus. And then over his shoulder shouts, Livia, find cover. Well, that's a 19 on the die. You know what? I'm going to spend the key point and turn that to a nat 20. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> nat 20. 
Hey. Please, that 20 wasn't natural and you know it. <laughs> you can't prove it. Not to the system. Alright. You have so the recording. I get 3d6 now. Plus two more d6 for Greeting Fist. And sure, we'll go ahead and gore them. And then the gore will be separate. Okay. But go ahead and double that. So roll it, roll it twice. All I see is ones. Fifteen. Does it double my strength on it? No. no. Just the dice. Oh. Oh. That's 20, 32, 36, 38. Damn. Plus score. Mm-hmm. 46 plus three for my strength. Forty-nine. Nice. <laughs> oh my god! Is he dead? Yep. So <laughs> <laughs> you woke me up from my beauty rest. Is he dead again? Let me rephrase that. This is number two. That was a key point well spent. <laughs> Attack. Yes. Hit. Kay. Yes. So as Iocus charges in, he basically brings his hands together in that clap the ears check and when he does these two gigantic stone fists just like one catches the guy on the uh, the shoulder and one catches the guy in the waist and there's just a crunch as he basically bends in half and then falls over dead got him got him so is your, your move and your standard um, oh yes. No, actually that was just my oh, standard. That was just standard. <laughs> because Dantis. Uh, so I will move and engage Livia. Alright. When you do that, the guy with the great sword and made myself a target. Is going, basically going to try and distract you away from her. Okay. And is just going to swing this sword down. Oh, my ace that is a 24 versus AC. That will hit. Okay. He swings this greatsword down, and it feels like getting hit by a sword, you imagine, would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just these huge chunks of stone start falling off of you okay. instead, so you only take three damage. All right. And then he is going to try, basically what he's doing is just trying to push, like he's got the blade flat against you and is trying to push you away from Livia. This group of guys over here is going to start just running at Galdrian. Um, you know, actually they're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep him back here. They're all going to unlimber bows and start shooting at Galdrian. <laughs> you got four attacks coming your way. Okay. I would just to say the first one. I don't think a nine is going to hit. No. The second one. Barely missed. That is a 22. That will hit. That is a 10. Nope. And a nine. Nope. So. One hit. 
Uh, you're going to take six points of damage as all these guys start just loosing arrows in your direction. It feels like some of these arrows should have hit you, but there are gusts of wind that are just knocking them out of the way. And it is your turn. Right. I'm going to get up in their faces. There are a lot of cries of, uh, here he comes, and they just drop bows and start pulling weapons. Uh, quick action. Uh, Song of Heroes. So everyone gets a plus one. Mm-hmm. Uh, to all... Now this is a third level, so this also provides a plus one bonus to saves. Fancy. And then Galdrian is going to stab at them with his sword. From from Hell's Heart, you stab at thee? Yeah. That's a 17 on the die. Uh, so that should be a 23 to hit. That is a hit. All right. Uh... So, um, I'll go ahead and roll damage, and then I'll do the battle cry? Yep. Okay, so. There you go. So that's 16 damage. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, battle cry that Galvin is going to use is Hang Tough. And because it was a natural odd roll, grant a nearby allied temporary hit points to my charisma modifier. So Iacus is going to get four temporary hit points. All right. Very nice. All right, Suna. So you. you saw Ardith rush in, uh, Iacus rush in, Galdrian rush in. Yeah, we're uh, all rushing. <laughs> Erethus seems to be standing in place watching. He has got his, his spear and shield in hand in the ready position, but he looks like he is looking for an opening. Suddenly a bull was in the way. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Better Russian than Stalin, I always say. <laughs> Grammatically, that makes sense. Historically, <laughs> I have questions. Uh, Suna, mm-hmm. uh, one other thing I forgot to mention was that, for all intents and purposes, you are now considered to be in a volcano. Oh, she turned to that page quick. <laughs> Lynn in a hand. That's right, I'm going to keep up the Russian puns. We prefer in a hurry puns. <laughs> <laughs> um, For the do it, is my staff considered a holy? Your staff is not a holy symbol. Okay. Put some holes in it, maybe that way. <laughs> 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 I could break it in half. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then I don't want to do that. Um, so, what I want to do, we didn't upgrade to level three. Mm-hmm. Um, the spark. Which is? It's just a lightning damage. What terrain? It's my um, feet. Oh, that's right. My at will. Okay. 
but we didn't upgrade it. Um, so if I hit, I don't know what damage I do. But, so I'm gonna attack. There's that guy in the back that's... I was gonna say, I'm gonna attack the guy there in the back that hasn't hit anybody yet. Okay. Ooh, 20 on the die. <laughs> Damn. Well, <laughs> well, crit. <laughs> so that is a 27 versus PD. Um, well, you don't need that. <laughs> I'm just finding. Because I looked through all the stuff I printed and I didn't find it. I don't know what it's under. Spark. Uh, spark. So it is a close quarter spell, mm -hmm. at will, in each range, mm -hmm. one nearby or far away enemy. Mm -hmm. Oh, you just need the damage, Yes. Uh, 3d6 damage, so you will roll 6d6 damage. 60d6, nice. <laughs> well, it was a, a d8. Yes. So it's now how many? Six. It, it is normally 3d6 plus wisdom. 3d6, okay. But you said it's, I'm going to do six? You're going to do 6d6 plus wisdom instead. Can I borrow two? I guess. You had a thing about the DM touching your dice? Well... Put the hoodoo on it. Put the hoodoo <laughs> on it. <laughs> I've already been rolling twos. <laughs> a streak of ones and twos. Ooh. Let's go. Um. Which, listeners, I want you to be aware of the fact that Ray, before the game started handing me a dice and was like, I don't like this dice. It doesn't look like the rest of my I dice. Don't I don't like want it. it. And now she just stole it back. I'm just and borrowed. And six on it. <laughs> borrowed. 12, 17, 20, 28. 20. Plus wisdom? Yeah, wisdom, yeah. Um, so it would be 35. Uh, wisdom, not with the level. Not with, not the, with the level. Right. Oh, um, so 27, 31. 31. 30, yeah. That's that a lot of damage. <laughs> uh, what did that target? The guy in the back. The guy in the back. I mean, what defense? Oh, PD. Oh, PD. PD. Okay. PD. It hit his PD. It hit his little PD. His HP went down. PDQ. And it was lightning damage. You say that now. <laughs> Correct. Suna holds out her staff. Also, did you add the plus one damage for your magical staff? I did not. So 32 damage. <laughs> now he's dead. <laughs> no, now he's just pissed. Uh, so Suna holds out her staff to call down some lightning. And when she does, this gigantic tidal wave basically hits the guy back into a cave wall and just slams him into it and drops him to his knees. Hey, I'm going to look around confused. Hey, wait, that, is, again. that is not at all what I expected. That is not the thing you expected? No. I ain't that a bitch. I know. Hey, hey, guys, I think my god is helping us. I got a new power. I, I rock. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the first time in forever, Suna is a caster who is not surrounded by enemies. <laughs> uh, They're surrounded you still, by enemies. You still, have, back. <laughs> you still have a move and a um, minor. Oh, minor. I'm doing the soothing forest for everybody. So, um, one nearby ally per point of wisdom. That was not wisdom plus level. I know, but it's five. That's quite 
Oh, plus me. So four plus five. Wait. P four plus one because <laughs> I'm plus me. There we go. Her plus four others. <laughs> which is... Welcome to the Average Adventuring Party <laughs> podcast where we have that hot, hot accountancy action. How does which, math work? <laughs> which now the targets gain um, 10 plus my wisdom modifier, so Ooh. 14. So 14 temporary hit points. Are you giving them to Arathus as well? Probably because he's an ally and there's one more. Sure. Okay. Uh, so that's 14 temp. Yep. I'm sitting here with 18 extra hit points like, mm, where was this three hours ago? Say. Oh, God. So, <laughs> you were asleep three hours ago. Yeah. Okay. Suna likewise holds out her staff to call upon the, the soothing sounds and feelings of her forest. And each of you gets a small rain cloud above your head <laughs> that's just lightly misting upon you, and wherever it touches you, you feel better. Not not quite as beaten up. This is we are fire over here. Usually the rain clouds mean sadness, but this is a happy little cloud. <laughs> uh, that that guy that you hit. Yes. Is staggered. So number three is staggered, by okay. the way. And he is gonna like, hmm? he's gonna put his shield in front of him and just try to charge you into a wall. Okay. This will certainly go I'm sure it will hit well. me. I hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> to jail with you. That is a... let's see. A six? six. That is a thirteen versus AC. Hey! I'm good because I got 14. <laughs> uh, Who are you? Who are I know. Uh, so by one point. So you still take some damage on a miss. Oh, okay. You take three points of damage on a miss. As that he sucks. just rams into you with his shield. Her. Yeah, I'm okay. doing it out of the tent. Livia. Let's see. Who is next to her? I just. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, come on, bad dice, bad well, dice. The first thing she's gonna do is try to disengage as per that knight's orders. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this dice too. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> uh, at which point she will open her mouth and start screaming. Very similarly to how Galdrian cast some of his magics. <laughs> oh God, my brain! Uh, this Don't has the brain. This will be versus your mental defense. Okay. Big bard. Son of a whore. <laughs> uh, that is a sixteen versus mental defense. That actually hits. So take five psychic damage, which yeah. you take full damage on this. My brain. Okay. And you now have a status effect. Okay. That status effect is anytime you target her, uh -huh. you take 10 psychic damage. Okay. Say Vince. Okay. She lets loose the scream that just bores into your head, and she tries to push away from you, but you grab her and pull her back. This, this group of guys that's engaged with Ardith, they're going to try to stabify you. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is a 19. What's it against? AC. Okay, yeah. That is let's see, 7, uh, 22. Yeah. Higher. 
and higher. So you're going to take four attacks. There's 24 damage. Oh. As these guys are working in coordination, basically when you go to swing at one, someone will step in and block it, someone will grab your hand, and then another person will come under your arm and just cut you across the ribs or okay, across cool. the back. I'm doing to them next. Erethus is going to um, put, like, point his spear at the ground and just stab it into the ground. And he's going to be targeting that guy that's on Suna. Uh, which is that guy. That's pretty decent. Like the sub zero move. Okay, so he's going to take six plus 15 additional damage. Yep. He sees that you've been slammed back against a wall, points his spear down, and just like kneels and thrusts it into the ground. And when he does, a spear just juts out of the wall beside your head and impales that guy through the throat killing him. He goes down gurgling. Thank you, statue dude. <laughs> he, Iacus is like grabbing onto Livia and you feel a spear just like on your shoulder and he says... Is that a spear I feel? <laughs> no, no, which is to say like you feel the, the shaft of it up against your shoulder. Okay. And he just tries to like push you aside and says, that one is mine and he points it at Livia. Okay. He wants to kill his own girlfriend. Uh, so he is now engaged with the rest of you. So that this die doesn't betray me in the hands of Ray, it is now the escalation die. <laughs> <laughs> it is round two. That was a productive round one. The uh, the escalation die is now at one. Ardith. Okay. Uh, you have been all kinds of cut up. These guys seem to be working, like I said, in small unit tactics and are fairly good at it. Okay, I'm gonna cast a lightning bolt on their asses. So, that close quarter spell? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you have a D3? Uh, just a D6 divided by two. Okay. Hey, two. So that's gonna be three people out of that group. Wait, what? What did you roll? I rolled a I rolled a four. So it'll be two people. Uh, it's plus it's one. Plus one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you have my enemies in a group or a rock line. Okay, that is. That is these guys. They are, in fact, in a group. Yeah, plus uh, one to this from Gallery. Yeah, hang on. Okay, nine. Plus five. That's 14. Plus... Me plus the escalation die. 16. Versus? Um, PD. 16 versus PD hits. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'm going to need a lot of D8s. How many do you need? I need seven total. How many you got? I've got Wait. four. Seven. I got four. Over yes. Here. Seven. Oh my. Yeah. Is that a third level spell? Yes, it oh, is. That's fine. It's a daily. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But they made me that. Ride the lightning, suckers. And you need to roll one more. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm going to need to write. I'm need to write this down. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll add them up. Okay. So, so 16, 17, 18, 19... 25, 31 so far. How many you roll again? You need to roll one more. So two. So, so 35. 37? 
Okay. Tired of these guys cutting on her. Ardith holds out her hands and just this huge gout of flames incinerates all four of these guys to the bone. There's your fireball. <laughs> well, I, I, I had to add the elements so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> they, they look entirely surprised for a second before they are... Ashes. Ashes. And, you know, armor, weapons, uh, bits and pieces of them fall to the floor. Is there anything else you would like to do? Sure. You could move to engage. I'm going to come poke Eldred. Yep. Go go running across the field with those last two guys. Yeah. I I am going to use the shadow curtain um, against number four. So it's not the I'm going to get stabbed if I stab a bitch. And I'm rolling against his... Mental defense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so this is gonna be eight. a twenty-two against his MD. That hits. All right. So there's that, and this is the first time I'm hitting him. For fifteen damage, mm-hmm. and as a hit. Um, the next attack against me, if it's a natural odd roll, he's taking the damage instead. Okay. All right. You gonna stay stay engaged with those oh, guys. Oh yes. Yeah, you you give him. I you know I have a quick action. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use my breath weapon. Might as well. Okay. It's Dex versus PD. Um, gonna hit the same guy. What is it? Is it only one? I'm not sure. Make a close quarters breath weapon attack using your highest ability score against one nearby enemy's PD. Okay. So, strength, con, dex, con, doesn't really matter. Um, it's going to be um, 18, 19, 20. Um, wait, plus level. So 23 against his PD. And escalation die on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's yeah. already down. Yeah. You don't have to keep kicking him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, yes, that will hit. All right, and that's going to be for three more d6. Okay. For eight more damage. And I'm going to flip that over. He is now it. staggered. Nice to know. He was, robs that one. Yeah. Iocus opens his mouth to bellow, and when he does, just a cascade of stone chips and dirt just blow blow into this guy and start cutting him up. He's that gritty feeling on the teeth. Ugh. He's going to just charge out of this dust cloud and try and stab you with his great sword. It's a pretty great sword. Uh, that is a 24. That will hit. Is it an even or an odd roll? It is an even. Ah, sad day. <laughs> oh. Uh, I was hoping. You're going to take 14 damage. Okay. As he uh, just, like there's this dust cloud, and then from out of the center of it, he comes charging with that sword, just pointing straight at you and buries it right in your gut. I will take one hit point of my actual hit points. Thank you for the temporaries. Sure. Those last two guys in that that group over there, they are not going to back down. 
but one of the effects that they had going on is no longer in account. Uh, they're going to continue pressing against Galdrian. That's my job. <laughs> oh my. That is a 19 versus AC. That hits. And second attack. That is a 16 versus... No, wait. Yes, 16 versus AC. Does not hit. Okay, you're going to take five damage. Uh, they seem a little clumsy now that their tactics are not quite working. Uh, since they don't have the same number, and they're going to try to disengage and get to Libya. And they need a 12 or better, which they got. And they're going to try to shield her. It is Galdrian's turn, however. Right. Uh, Galdrian is going to come up behind the guy that's on Iacus. Uh-huh. Or first, rolling to see if, if the... Uh, if Song of Heroes continues being an 11 plus, uh, 10 plus, because it's a considered a save, and mm -hmm. I have plus one of saves right now. Got 11 on the die, so we're good. Uh, plus one is still going, so that was my quick action. Need to roll for Elven Grace. See if I get another standard action. Needing a one. Got a five, so nope. Um, so move. Again, getting up to that group. Uh, not the group, but the guy that Iacus is on. That's the chick. Okay. The guy is the other one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, and then, uh... Actually... Well, actually, I'm going to cast the spell Power Cord on that group. Targets okay. 1d3 nearby enemies in a group. Mm -hmm. Targets both of them. Okay. Like, well, the three and the die. Charisma plus level versus MD. Right. That is only a 13 versus MD. That will hit. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> it is a third level spell. So I mean, if you don't want it to hit. <laughs> uh, they are taking 2d12. Of course, I rolled very badly on the dice. But uh, they are taking 9 plus my charisma psychic damage, so they're taking 13 psychic damage. And an ally engaged with the target, which no one is engaged with the target, with that group, right? Mm -hmm. Besides me? Correct. Okay. Uh, gains advantage on their next attack against it, so that doesn't go off. But, but still, they take the psychic damage. Right. So Galdrian steps around, uh, hits a note on his loot, and when he does this vortex of air just picks one of these guys up and throws him all the way up to the the apex of the cave and he falls back down just on his head and is uh, is dead. Who, who's the dynamite? Alright. Suna. Well, seeing as they're all in a group right there, I'm gonna go ahead and do ice shards. So I get to hit 1d3 nearby enemies. That is three. Okay, so three enemies. Whom are you targeting? Who all is in that group? So this is her. Okay. This is the guy with the big sword. Okay. This is Erethus. Uh-huh. Oh, so there are only three left, actually. Yeah. yeah. Now that I think about it. So that was the goal. Sorry, I was thinking there was one more guy in here, <laughs> but there is not. Okay. Oh, 19 plus... 
Plus escalation knife, plus Galdrian, plus your thing. So 19, 20, 21, 22. Mm -hmm. so, so 29 versus PD. That is a hit on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 2, 3, 5, 6, 6 damage. Plus your... Plus my wisdom, so 10 damage, 10 plus gold Plus your damage. one for staff. For staff. Oh. 11 cold mm -hmm. damage. So. Or maybe cold damage. I don't know. I mean, you mm -hmm. are now, now I'm water. So, so that would still know. work. That kills. It's raining ice. The last <laughs> of those guys. Hey, they were hot and sweaty. Yeah. I mean, you're just helping. Yeah. And it was 11 damage? Yes. She's going to take some damage for the first time. What, that dagger in the ribs didn't do it? Oh, it did. <laughs> That was uh, icicles? Yes. Ice shards. Ice shards. So Suna, curious to see what happens this time. One of those little little rain clouds over uh, Galdrian and Iacus and Erethus. Yeah, I don't have mine anymore. Basically, those start forming together. And just it starts raining harder, harder, harder. And then it becomes this rain of hail that pelts one of the guys down. Like, he just takes a, a grapefruit-sized hail to the dome. <laughs> and the, the others are likewise pelted with it. It is Livia's turn. And boy, is she livid. <laughs> and boy, is she livid indeed. Uh, because now, I'm going to say she moves up and engages with Iacus and Galdrian. Which gives her two valid targets. For that same ability. Can she reach us both? You guys are on either side of her. Yeah. Oh. Well, I thought I was on no, the other side. Oh, no, she's, she's over here. She's yeah, over she, there. Yeah. Four is right. the dude. She could probably engage with Erethus and Iacus. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. She'll do. Although, if she does that, then Ardith could actually intercept. Oh, she she's going to try to disengage first. Which she needs 11, 12, 13, which she got. So she's actually going to clear herself and do something else instead. Artists over there like... Just uh, Yeah. Galdrian, we'll say, is probably in the most immediate line of fire between her and and uh, Arathis, who, now that you're up close, like he does seem to be using you guys as shields Mm -hmm. So, or <laughs> dice, roll the one. Horror is too good for you. <laughs> Come up with an even worse insult. You. Not political. Not political. <laughs> you. Commit. <laughs> yeah, there we go. She holds out her sword, which is humming, points it at Galdrian. He throws up a a wall of of air just in time to block this this blast that comes from her sword. It hits hits this pocket of air you have created, and when it does so, it just is the most discordant, echoing, horrible, rending noise. Just like someone had hit and broken all the strings on your lute at once. She is going to start cursing 
and say, uh, Arethus, if you're good enough to do this, you can come out and fight. Stop hiding. He is instead going to try to kill that guy. Oh, wow, you roll good when it's not <laughs> against the party. That guy, what was staggered, now is now dead. Arethus, like I said, she calls him out. He puts that spear and that shield in between him uh, and just gives this guy a quick thrust through the heart, pushes Galdrian and Iacus aside. Uh, Livia goes to aim her sword at him, and when she does, another blast comes out, and he just swats it away with his shield, throws his, his spear up in the air, grabs it, and then just hucks it, and it pins her to a wall just through the heart. She starts coughing up blood and kind of hangs her head down. Her hair falls around her. And that's where we're going to cut the episode for tonight. So not all combat this time. <laughs> Just mostly combat. Right, so these guys are all giving me the, uh, the get on with it look. I don't have much to plug. Just the usual... Just the hole in her chest. Yeah, just no, no. It's it's plugged. True. Don't don't remove don't remove the spear. That's what kills you. Not not the the giant spear sticking through your chest. Yeah, not yeah, the amazing yeah. amount of trauma. That's not what gets you. It's it's removing it. Um, Which is also a giant amount of trauma. Yeah. That's where we'll like I said. That's where we'll leave off. Uh, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash average adventuring party we've actually got some new content that's going up there for all of our three dollar and up patrons which is stephanie here has done some really cute chibi art of all of our characters and you can watch me color them yeah you get to you get to watch her people like that kind of thing right it was fun to watch i enjoyed it there's also a very cute thank you image in the at the end mm-hmm it just says thank you now fuck off <laughs> Galdrian <laughs> showing his ass could it be that, that's what we need to do is like every time we release a bonus thing it's just Galdrian with his pants like just a little bit lower and then if we hit the $69 a month level that's what you guys can get but, mooned but, by Galdrian <laughs> you know, uh, do have commissioned art of Galdrian where he is sitting uh, in the Gareth pose with his uh, shirt open so might see with the artist I commissioned for that and see if she's okay with uh, that going up on the uh, site we did uh, Patreon you can find us on Twitter at Average Party Facebook at the AAP Podcast we've got Discord our Discord is in the the uh, show notes uh, I think that's good enough for now yeah uh, these guys are still giving me that like get on with it we want to know what happens face so I mean the elves kind of have an idea what happens we've done this before I don't I can control water now all I know is I hit a guy and he went smoosh oh so. yeah I hit a bunch of guys and they went so, so nothing nothing's, yeah, yeah. nothing's well, changed for Iacus I, really I went smoosh a little better Galdrian can blow smoke uh, it seemed a little rocky to yeah, me yeah. But. Galdrian can always blow smoke up someone's ass I mean is but, that what artists into? <laughs> <laughs> but, but only if they paid extra. All right. Plug for the $69 Patreon tier. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining us, and we'll see you all next time. <laughs>